Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to 2021, where you got to be considerate of people on YouTube. Um, <clears throat> I want to uh, I want to formally and officially uh, issue an apology for my behavior last week. Uh, I was reminded by Rev as soon as I saw him this week that what I wore was not acceptable <laughs> under any circumstance. I apologize. Thank you. Thank you. I knew you had my back. I knew you did. Um, I, was, I was comfortable in my t-shirt, my Nike shorts, and my slides. I was very comfortable. Um, but Rev, I apologize to, for disrespecting you in that way. I, I don't think the Lord cared, but you did. <laughs> so we decided to step it up for Baptism Sunday. Just like a little bit. Y'all can't see it. See, see, but if, I, if, I, if I'm back here, you can't see my shoes. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. It's good, it's good to see you all this morning. I hope you all had uh, a peaceful week, albeit maybe not restful. I pray that the Lord gave you the peace, the courage, the strength you needed to make through the week. We are uh, concluding our series this morning called Authority Church. You got my back this morning. Say Authority. I appreciate you. We conclude, all good things must come to an end. And so we conclude our series called Authority. We've been in it now. This is, this is week seven. This is week seven. If you have not been with us, we've been talking about what spiritual authority really looks like. What it looks like to live as a part of Christ's authority. What that authority looks like in our own lives, how we live into and live out of that spiritual authority. If you haven't been with us, let me encourage you to go back to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the website, YouTube, whatever it is, uh, and catch up because God has really uh, blessed us in this series. We concluded this morning by talking about the idea that we are sent with authority. Church, can you say sent? But can you say with authority? with authority? But can you say it with authority? <laughs> Sent with authority. I got like six people right here that have been sent with authority, but I'm wondering if I've got anyone else that knows they've been sent with authority. I said sent with authority. Amen. Amen. You can meet me in Matthew chapter 28. We'll be reading the conclusion of... Matthew's gospel, this is a passage that is familiar to our memories, but what I wonder this morning is it, is it equally as familiar to our hearts. This is Matthew chapter 28. If you don't have your Bibles with you, that's okay. Look up here on the screen. We're going to start our time in verse 18. It says, and Jesus came and said to them, meaning the disciples, there are these red letters. That means Jesus said it. Jesus said, all authority. Church, say authority. authority. Just make sure you're still with me. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is the gospel. And it is true. 
my wife uh, was, was, uh, did this writing retreat um, this weekend. So she was gone uh, Friday night, uh, all day Saturday. She came home, thankfully, last night. We, we, we missed her greatly um, for different reasons. Um, and when she's gone, when she's gone, I, I understand that I have heightened responsibilities, right? I have heightened responsibilities. Suddenly, there's a lot more under my exclusive care than what existed before, right? I also know that to avoid any conflict when my wife gets home, I also know for her to be at peace when she gets home, there is a certain way that she expects the house to be. Now, I don't know if you feel me because you've been there or because you know where I'm going. Some people, some people call this passage the Great Commission. I prefer to think of it as Jesus' instructions for how he wants the house to look when he comes back. Jesus has gathered his disciples on a mountaintop. He's been through the crucifixion. He's experienced death. And by the power of the Spirit of the Lord was risen from the grave. He kicked it with his boys for 40 more days so that they knew it was real. And now these are his final instructions. He's letting them know, this isn't new to you. You've heard this before, but I'm going to be going away now. I'm going to be going away, but don't worry because I'm coming back. And when I come back, it'll be the once and for all. It'll be when all the evil and the sin cease to exist. It'll be when we bring all of creation that remains into glory forever and ever. Amen? Amen. And so he's looking at them and he's saying, this shouldn't be anything new. You shouldn't be surprised by me saying any of this. Right, Rach? You shouldn't be surprised by what I'm going to ask of you. But there, are, there is now a heightened responsibility that you have now that I'm not physically present on earth. And there is a certain way that I want this place to look when I come back. This morning I've got three points for you, but don't worry, we're going to be brief because I know why you're really here. You're really here to celebrate, right? And we'll get there. But I do have three points to quickly run through with you. The first of, the first of them is this. Jesus has all authority. Jesus begins his, his conversation with his disciple, his, his, his closing uh, uh, responsibilities, if you will. He says, he says, I, who? He, Jesus, has been given all authority on heaven and on earth. Now, the dangers of casual reading do not allow you to feel the impact of what Jesus just said, but let me for just a quick moment, is it okay if I break that 
a little bit down this morning. Jesus says, I've got all authority. Where? In heaven. Who's in heaven? God. I've got all the authority up there in that space. He said, and where else? Who's on earth? Man, we're still here. He says, I got all the authority in that space. He's looking at a group of disciples. He's looking at a group of people who otherwise wouldn't have even qualified to, to follow a rabbi, to follow a teacher. He's, he's looking at a group of people who he has formed together for this particular purpose. And he's like, all the authority has been given to me. Which means you've heard religious teachers in the past. Let me say it this way. There's a lot of Pharisees that have been trained their entire lives to tell you about the law. There are a lot of people whose specific role is to tell you what sin is. There's a lot of people who through their teaching like to remind you about your sin. There's a lot of people who have been trained and have a lot of knowledge to sit here and judge your sin. But only one person in all of creation has the authority to do something about it. He says, I have not just been trained to tell you about your sin. I have not just been equipped to remind you of your sin. He said, I have come and I have been given authority so that I can remove your sin, so that I can change your reality, so that I can pick you up from the valley and lift you up into glory. A lot of people can tell you about those things, but only one of us has the ability to change it. Let me say it another way. Jesus is saying there's a lot of people who can tell you about the weather. There's a lot of people who are sitting in here like, man, it's hot. There's a lot of people who checked their phones this morning, went on the weather channel to figure out how they would properly address for the weather in Southeast Canton and specifically in the gym. There's a lot of people who are trained and paid to tell you what the weather will be like, but there's only one person. When the waves were too heavy, when the storm was too significant, when they were staring imminent death in the face by way of the weather that is able to calm the storm that is able to change what it is that we're facing. There's a lot of people who know a lot about evil. There's a lot of people, mostly people who get their education on YouTube, but there's a lot of people who can tell you all sorts of stuff about spirits, the demonic, who can tell you what is dark. There's a lot of people who have lived darkness. There's a lot of people who are experiencing darkness in their lives right now. But what Jesus is saying to his disciples is he's saying only one of us has the authority 
to tell the darkness to move, to leave, to be vanquished, never to return. Jesus has all authority. I've told you I would be quick, and I promise you I really will, but I can't not stop right here and ask you, have you allowed Jesus to change the circumstances of your life? Have you allowed Jesus to be the one who takes authority over the darkness that you're experiencing? Have you allowed Jesus to be the one who hears and sees and understands the storm that it is that you're facing and calm it with a word? Have you allowed the one, Jesus to be the one who informs you about the pieces he can put back in your life? Not Twitter calling out your sin, not Facebook calling out your views, not your friends telling you what you ought to and ought not to do. Have you allowed Jesus to be the one to take on all the stuff that you're dealing with and to change it for you? Have you allowed Jesus to transform your life? Yes, sir. If you haven't, then this is for you. Today is for you. Yes. This is a great day yes. as we celebrate people who are publicly declaring yes. their role in the family. This is a great day for you to join it. I'm going to be here. I've been here for 12 years. I'm not moving now. Come see me. I'll be here for a long time after service. Come see me. Let's talk about that. And if you have allowed Jesus proper authority of your life and for him to transform your life, let me ask you the rest. Have you done what he's asked? If you've received the keys that he's given you, here you go. You got this one, all right? I'll be back. Are you sitting in the chair waiting till you think it's about 50? Wait till you get that text that says, I'm on the way for you to get up and get started on all the things that you know need to be in order? Or are you actively living like he's on the way? Jesus is getting his disciples fired up. Yes. He's like, guys, I did it. I came. I lived. They tried to kill me. I went through all of that. But guess who they couldn't keep down? Me. Guess who you following? Me. Guess what you get to do? You get to walk after me. He's getting them all fired up. I can imagine the disciples feeling it in their chest, up on the mountain, looking at the city. Yeah, yeah, we're about, to, we're about to take it. We're about to take it, Jesus. All right, you got the authority. You've given us the keys. We got heightened responsibility now. We're going to get this world in order. What's the play, Jesus? Come tell me. What's the play? We're going to go to Rome. We're going to go to D.C. We're going to overthrow some political leaders. We're going to get political with it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna march. We're going to march to Capitol Hill. I mean to Caesar's house. And we're going to overthrow some folks. Jesus is like, nah. No, that's not it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. We got our weapons. I never leave home without it. 
We're going we're gonna to take this by force. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make people move. We're going to make them feel your presence. We're going to take it with our weapons by force. Jesus is like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. That's not it. That's not it. They said, I know. I know what it is. I know what it is. We're going to send out flyers. We're going to get word of mouth going. Create an event on Facebook. Build a real big stage. Get thousands of people together. Nice PA system. That's hung up there for a long time. We're going to get thousands. And we're going to tell them all. Jesus has the authority. Come to the front of the stage and get your ticket. That's what we're going to do. That's the play. Jesus said, that's not the play. What's the play? Point two. Discipleship is the strategy. They say, you got authority, Jesus. We're after it, Jesus. We're ready to do all this, Jesus. Give me the keys and tell me to move. He says the move is discipleship. What? Jesus, discipleship is ugly. You called some people that nobody else wanted nothing to do with. We followed you. My feet got permanent blisters from discipleship, Jesus. We've been through some things. We've been chased out of town. We've been invited into homes to eat food that I didn't know what we were eating. We've had hard conversations. We've argued. We fought it out. Jesus, remember that time you called me Satan? That's the play. That's the big move. That's how we're going to reconcile all things back to you. Yeah, that's it. Discipleship. I'm going to tell you where to go. And you're responsible for walking through life with the people that I put in front of you. I'm not talking about a bi-weekly meeting. I'm not talking about a session where they come in and listen to you teach for two hours a day. I'm talking about life. I'm talking about they're going home with you. I'm talking about you're going home with them. I'm talking about you guys are going to go through some things. You're going to argue about some things. There's going to be a season of discipleship where you watch the person that you're trying to lead fall into the pit of despair. And guess what you're going to do? You're going to sit with a minute. You're going to talk to them about that ladder. And then when they're ready, you get them back out of it and you keep it moving. Discipleship is the play. If you've accepted the Lord's authority in your life and you've accepted his call on yours, then the expectation is that you are intentionally investing in living life with people, with specific people, like make a note of it in your phone. So that way when you're just bored and you're scrolling through Instagram, you don't know what else to do, you open a night and you you open a note and you see like, oh, I should text or go hang out with. Or bring along. Discipleship is messy. Yeah. It's messy. In a lot of instances, it just looks like people in the back seat. Mm. Right? It doesn't always have to look organized. Yeah. 
It doesn't always look structured. But it's Jesus' command for how we get this right. I have to believe that if we start to build those bridges with people, all of a sudden, some of the ignorance we see as evidenced by social media maybe starts to die a little bit. You feel me? I can't stop. I got to keep going. What's point three? Point three. He's like, let me leave you with this. He said, I want you to disciple people. I want you to teach them. I want you to know that you're not alone. I want you to know that I'm always with you. See, here's the thing about this whole command. It's not new. When you look at Genesis, Genesis 1 says, God said, let us make human in our own image. So he made male and female to look like God. He made male and female to reflect God's image. And then what did he tell them to do? It's not a trick question. What did he tell them to do? Be fruitful and multiply. What did you think that meant? He said, fill the earth. With other little people who look like me. Say that. So when Jesus is looking at his disciples, he's like, the message ain't changed. All right, what do you want us to do? I want you to fill the earth with other people who look like me. And know that I'm not alone or that you're not alone as evidenced in the fact that I was with you when this was commanded in Genesis. I was with you this whole way that I've been talking to you about it. And by the presence of the Holy Spirit, I will continue to be with you as you do this. Jesus is telling you, it's not a, this is not one of those jobs where they train you. You have an orientation. And then he's like, all right, do your job. I'm out. I got to go do my job. And I'm not coming back. And then you stress out because you're like, I think I got it. But getting it on a PowerPoint is a lot different than getting it in actuality. And then if you don't get it, the only time you see the boss again is when they come in to say, you haven't been doing your job. You got to go. Jesus is telling you this isn't like that. See, there's this open line of communication that you get to have because Jesus is letting you know God is not your boss. God is your father. And I'm sorry if somebody messed up that view for you. But the thing that you need to know is that he's always there. That he's got your back. Uh That all you need say is, and he already knows. He's not going to leave you alone. Jesus is telling him, when I ascend, when I go into heaven, as the clouds begin to form at his feet, at his, as he begins to levitate a little bit, and it sets into the disciples the realization like, oh, like this is it. This is the moment he's leaving. He says, you don't need to miss me because I'm with you. You will receive the Holy Spirit and that same authority that has been given unto me, you will now have when you walk into those spaces where God has placed you 
and you're intimidated and you don't want to be the one to say anything. Or as you're walking through life with people and it gets really, really hard and the person that you're walking with hits the pit of despair. He says, you're not alone. I'm doing this with you. I have to believe that what we're doing and celebrating here this morning is proper instruction as left by Jesus. This is what he wants his house to look like when he comes back. These are the things that he told us to do. This morning we're going to get to celebrate people who are making a public declaration that they have received their invitation into the Lord's family. That their life looks different because Jesus has the authority to tell all the stuff we've been wrestling with to move, yes, sir. to leave. Yeah. And that they have dedicated their lives to making sure that all those around their transformed selves look a little bit more like Jesus because they were around. Yes. Let's pray. Father God, Lord, we thank you that you sent your son with the authority to conquer the world. Glory. Father, we are humbled by the fact that you have entrusted us with keeping order until you return. God, we would ask that you would continue through your spirit to get our attention, to remind us of these instructions to go, to be with people, to not let any amount of ignorance, evil, apathy, emotion, get in the way of what you have called us to do. Father, we receive your mission. Help us live it humbly. We pray these things in Jesus' name. All who believe say, bless up.